0: I don't have time for this. I don't have time for yo.
1: (laughs) Brunch! Hit it, boys!
0: Guess who's up to date?
1: Oh, the boy! Uh, A two-time two-time champ
0: two-time
1: welcome to the club champion yeah what's it feel like
0: to i mean you weren't up to date but neither of us were up to date you were still kind of in the lead i don't want i'm already this is already going down a bad path i don't want to seem like we're like the people that were throwing covid parties
1: we're championing Uh, covid
0: yes we are actively doing everything we can to prevent getting covid and have uh had some uh, not not bad luck. We just live in the world, and COVID yeah. is going around. COVID is for sure
1: like back. Oh yeah, I mean, and you can't you can't like COVID shame anymore. Like it, it's gotten to a point where like if you haven't gotten it, you're a loser.
0: No, a, <laughs> so I know I've talked to people about that. Like they're like, yeah, I just still somehow haven't gotten it. My guess would be they either got it right in the beginning or mm-hmm. they got it undetected, since been vaxxed, and just haven't uh, been haven't been uh s- symptomatic but, but
1: but there was like a towards the beginning there was like a stigma attached to it where like if you had covid there was like a shame to it what where you do yeah it's like oh you being you're being unsafe you're you're not oh, yeah, following about, the rules uh a friend of ours got covid like
0: three months ago and got shit for it and was like wait
1: what we we don't know what the deal is by now? Right. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh yeah, we're we're trying. It, I I uh I am up to date. And now I wonder. No, you're not. Uh not I like was up to date before the the recent the recent updates.
0: That's so, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like I haven't I, I, This isn't a badge of honor thing, but no. uh if you are up to date, you might as well celebrate the fact that you're up to date well that's what i
1: was gonna say so i think that like I, now i wonder um like am i do i still have that natural immunity because your theory is that you caught it on a night when we were together
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so uh i did not get covid so now i'm wondering like if that natural immunity is still still kicking or do if it's just one of how, those weird situations
0: do you want to know how stupid i am I, uh, today is Tuesday. Um, last Tuesday, I woke up in the middle of the night with night sweats. I never get night sweats unless I am either getting on a new SSRI or having (laughs) COVID-19. And I woke up in the middle of the night with night sweats and I was like, huh. That's so weird. I never get <laughs> night sweats unless I'm getting on a new SSRI and I have COVID nineteen, and I'm not taking new medicine. And I didn't even—I honestly didn't even consider the possibility that I have COVID. And then, like, I had a sore throat the next day, and I was like, "Damn, I'm getting all sorts of weird things <laughs> happening to me." And I was like, "Ah, shit." Uh, so I, unfortunately, I took a test like a day or two later than I should have, and I still didn't think that I had it. I just, uh, I thought that I was being like a good guy. I was like, I'm going to go into work. I'm going to see some people. uh, Let's take a test to be careful. And when I found, I got it back like Friday night. And it was like, you have had COVID-19 for days. (laughs) I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) fuck me.
1: I don't blame you for for breezing past the the night sweats thing. Because like, if it it could, that happens, doesn't have to necessarily be, I know you said that it doesn't happen for you typically outside of those two scenarios in which you outlined, but I mean, it happens. And if you don't like feel sick, then there's no reason to just like jump straight to COVID.
0: Yeah, that was the thing. And yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I more took it as like, Oh shit. Like maybe I'm like a night sweats yeah, guy.
1: Now. Hap- I, I have been a night sweats, night sweats guy, uh, in the past where it just happens randomly and it's, it sucks, but Honestly, I have enough. I have, like, weird things that happen to my body that
0: are, uh, like, stress or anxiety related. So I just assumed it was that. I was like, damn.
1: You just picked up a cool new thing.
0: Guess I've got a lot on my mind. (laughs) I'll have to unpack that later tonight. And it's like, (laughs) no, go to the (laughs) doctor. And I was like, oh, no
1: wonder I had night sweats. I was stressed about this sore throat that I was getting. (laughs) This all makes sense. It's all coming together. Uh, We famously did not tie the bow on yeah. gyllenhaal week last week apologies to all of you well, uh,
0: people don't know this somebody got covid
1: yeah that's right and also it feels somewhat fitting that like we we really picked up steam we hit our apex in gyllenhaal week and then we like kind of came back down to earth and we were kind of coasting and people are waiting for us to do something great again it follows yeah. the career of jake gyllenhaal
0: oh i love that And, like, I wanted to actually do some Gyllenhaal on this show. I don't know if this counts as wrapping up Gyllenhaal
1: Week. We should just bookend Gyllenhaal Week with two public episodes.
0: Not a bad idea. And maybe it will get people to sign up for the Patreon. Because, again, we shouldn't ever acknowledge this. But at the beginning of each month, uh, you lose patrons. Whether somebody was only doing it for the month or whatever. And we really don't want to do that because we have big goals and we have dreams and we want to have patrons in it for the long haul. Especially that can be a patron,
1: especially that 500 patron tier in which we just become cowboys.
0: Yeah. That's the, yeah. And if you're not a patron, no, we, we discussed that in the public episode, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Okay. So like Pete's uh, Pete is now tied up the million dollar idea thing and potentially even ahead of me because I think that, us dressing for cowboys for
1: what was it, two weeks? Two weeks.
0: Us dressing for cow- like cowboys for two weeks is a better idea than tomato fights.
1: <laughs> hell yeah. I don't know why. Especially like if we are actively doing a lot of shit. Like if it's like two weeks in the summer where like we're going to a couple concerts, maybe we're going to like four Red Sox games. Maybe
0: there's a wedding.
1: You're right. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Just bolo tie and cowboy hat at a wedding and you're the you're the life of the party. You can be my Buddy. plus one. Should we give them a little taste of it? We're going to the
0: Sox game on Thursday. Uh, should we give them a taste and cowboy
1: up? Uh, no, because... What's cowboy up? No, I like the idea of making them wait. You don't wanna... And my dogs are loving this idea. Don't, Apologies. You,
0: like I- don't you like the idea of uh, calling it cowboy upping? Cowboying up when you go to a Red Sox game? I do like You're that. You're too young to remember this, but uh, the Red Sox had a... Uh, a cruddy uh, first baseman who was supposed to go play in Japan. He was okay. It was uh, Kevin Lamar.
1: Kevin yeah, Lamar.
0: Kevin, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kevin Millar. No, Kevin Millar was okay. Yeah. He had a good 2003, bad 2004, but then he uh, opened up his stance like crazy if memory serves. It was like, that's weird. And then he ended up being decent. But his thing in 2003 was telling his teammates to cowboy up. I did I did not buy in I did not appreciate or care for the Cowboy Up thing. Really? I liked all of the silly things. That I wasn't had, in
1: 2003. I, that was 2004, wasn't it?
0: Cowboy Up I believe was 2003.
1: I thought um, that was Cowboy Up was the year they won.
0: No, Cowboy uh 2003 2004 was uh, idiots. Uh Let me see. Cowboy Up Red Sox. Uh 2003. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um you know, 2003 was, like... That was, like, the best year to be a Red Sox fan. Oh, yeah. That, was like, like a, that was, like, I
1: was certain they were going to do it, which is why it was the most heartbreaking day of my yeah. life on Game 7.
0: If you were, like, an actual Red Sox fan, which, like, people got so defensive about, like, the whole pink hat thing and, like, hey, no, I'm a more, more of a Red Sox fan than you. Like, I look back on this, and I was definitely guilty of, like, I'm a bigger Red Sox fan than this person or whatever. Everybody in Boston even before the Red Sox got good was like a bigger Red Sox fan than any sports fan yes. was in any other town of any other team yeah like,
1: it's it's crazy like there the, the obsession with the Red Sox was not over exaggerated like no. in the early 2000s and, and even in the 90s like yeah, yeah, I, the, the city was just obsessed with the Red Sox the idea of not watching
0: a Red Sox game or a Bruins game, in my household was just, it was just like nothing else is on TV from seven to 10. These things are on. And I wasn't, we weren't like tape the game type of people, but it was just standard that if like you have friends over, if you're doing something like, okay, like it's seven o'clock, you put on the Red Sox game. And I think that you take for granted that like people typically don't do that unless like that's like their thing. If you lived in Boston, it was just like went without saying everyone in your family was a big Red Sox fan, watched every Red Sox game.
1: Yeah, and like uh, that happens, I'm sure to like other cities and markets and stuff. But like when the team is good, like and yeah. these were famously not very good teams. Uh, so that's
0: why 2003 rocked, right? Because they they have this new GM who's doing this like dumb stuff, bringing all in all these cheap guys. When you're like, yo, sir, we have. We have Manny Ramirez and Pedro Martinez. I would like you to get more of those guys and then we win. And he was, he was bringing in Bill Miller and Kevin Millar and uh, Todd Walker and shit like that. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? But then they got really good. He even traded Shea Hillenbrand, who mm-hmm. I hated
1: that guy. Well, I was
0: so happy when they traded him. He
1: famously you bet you probably liked him. Me?
0: Yeah, did you like Jay Hill? I
1: liked I liked him until uh he said the hard f-word on the radio. Oh my god, did he? Yes. I think I feel like I've explained this story to you like 6 times. There well, he I was being
0: black it out because that's a thing I that's a terrible thing.
1: Uh he was rumored to be getting shopped by Theo Epstein mm. one year and then he like started hitting cr- like crazy and he went on the uh he went on the radio and they asked him about like the the rumors and stuff. And he said the words, trade me now, hard F word, directed at Theo Epstein. And he was traded like two weeks later.
0: (laughs) Wow. For byung Young Kim. Yes. Loved that deal. Who
1: famously did not love Boston.
0: He didn't love Boston. Boston Uh,
1: didn't really like him.
0: uh, Opponents loved him when he played for Boston. That's right, because they just were
1: home run derby every time out.
0: But he used to be good. Yep. Once upon a time. Man, uh, this uh, thinking too is sponsored by Forty Seven Brand. Who, oh, man, uh, one of the great joys in my life, best moment of my last week was you were like, uh, you were like, yo, Forty Seven Brand just DM'd me and said like, hey, we're gonna send you some stuff, and I said to you, man, this is why I gotta stop dicking around. This is why I need to actually try and uh, boost my social media following. Get that outreach that you're getting. And then a couple minutes later, you're like, oh, wait, never mind. The person's reaching out because they're a brunch listener. Huge win for me. Huge relief. Now (laughs) I don't have to try it. Social media. 47 brand sent us uh, both a bunch of stuff. And there was was some debate as to who got the better package. I contend that uh, we both got the best package. Well, that's some. the
1: thing. That's the thing. Like, the, you usually when mine, you get, you, usually yours, when brother. you get a care package uh, from a company, they'll send you the same thing, and it'll be like, "Here, we appreciate you guys," and that's always cool. But this package was so unbelievable because it was exactly tailored to Here. all of our interests. Interests, yeah. Like oh, it yeah. was completely tailored to like. Uh, I got like USA Hockey, Texas. Uh, Bruins, Patriots, um, and you got like Celtics, Chargers. It was just like very specific things that we we would like, and everybody else would be like, "Why is this included?" Right,
0: and even down to
1: like,
0: I like. Uh, I don't have. I think any until now any Bruins stuff. Whenever I got Bruin stuff over the years, when I covered the team, I'd give it away. Which is weird because we we weren't tight enough yet at that point. If 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 you were friends with me when we were like right at the beginning, back when we just had like a Twitter relationship, mm-hmm. if we were like hanging out, you would have been swimming in cool Bruins stuff. Because <laughs> anytime I gave I got, it, I just like gave it to my mom or like yeah. something like that. Because I'm not gonna wear it. But now that I'm like out of that game and legitimately like consider myself a Bruins fan. It feels weird going out and like getting Bruins stuff. So I like having sort of Bruins stuff. Like I have a vitamin C hat that is Bruins colors. And uh, they sent me, 47 Brand sent me an awesome uh, Pittsburgh Pirates hat (laughs) that is Bruins colors along with a Bruins t shirt. So even like all of like the weird little things, they just check those boxes. And you mentioned the Chargers stuff. It's very hard to find. Good Chargers hats. We even when know, you go to the
1: Chargers team store. Yes,
0: I actually quite like. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, Pete's not a Chargers fan, but like he keeps an eye on them for me. Yeah, like, you know, like enough about the Chargers because you have a friend that is like suffering from whatever,
1: <laughs> whatever Chargers uh, syndrome. They're doing Little and, man like, syndrome. We,
0: we both like got into Texas at the same time, but you're like a. I consider. You, like, a much bigger Texas fan than
1: I am, and honestly, like, most of my Texas fandom is, like,
0: doing that with you. Yeah, related to me,
1: yeah. I feel like I kind of, like... I didn't, like, drag you into it, but I think that, like, I committed to it so hard that you're like, okay, I'll do this with my pal. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, I didn't... It was weird. Like, I didn't think we were... We went to the game, when that was, like, a big thing we were looking forward to uh, on an Austin trip, and then, like, a month or two later, you were, like, still into them, and I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta... (laughs)
1: Well, I've been looking for a college football team my entire life. Like being from the Northeast, not a lot of awesome options up here, uh, especially if you want like the atmosphere and the hype to play into it. Like you can be a BC football fan, but I mean, that's not going to really spice up your Saturdays too much. Uh, So like I've been looking and I've just been like waiting 27 years to be impressed or be have something to sink my teeth into or my claws into, and it just presented itself with Texas. So, uh, latched onto it, and I'm so happy that I get to have a college football experience now.
0: Yeah, I can't even remember. I used to be into college football, I can't even remember who my college football team was. I honestly think it might have still been BC because my father went there, and around the time I was into college football was when, uh, BC had like brian saint pierre and then Mm -hmm. matt ryan and they were like i think they were like
1: brian toll yeah
0: at one point like yeah andre calendar yeah oh yeah oh yeah uh did they have a they had a tony gonzalez i believe
1: i believe so not the tony gonzalez no but a smaller like slot receiver tony or was it was it anthony gonzalez
0: i think it might no anthony gonzalez that was a colts receiver right played for the colts Yeah. yeah um Speaking of Tony Gonzalez, shout out him being like the only good... No, that's not true. Sean Evans. uh, Only good... (laughs) You didn't watch much of the NFL Draft. Didn't uh, watch any of the NFL Draft. Whoa. They were doing celebrity picks for uh, rounds two and on. And I'm sure you saw the guy from uh, Blue Mountain State. An actor came out and he was announcing a pick. I forget who it was for. I think it was the Vikings. And he tried to bang out a sloppy
1: five. Oh no. Not
0: even a t- so you didn't say see- a woman came on stage that worked for the NFL, had a headset on, walked up to the podium, smiled at him, and pointed to the card
1: and was like, those are actually the words that you should no, be no. saying right now. It was a Blue Mountain State guy? Yeah. Was it the uh, was it like the tall, handsome one? He plays like Jack Reacher now, or was it a different one?
0: He had uh, grey hair. He okay. was handsome. Wouldn't shut the fuck up.
1: Okay, interesting. But
0: he was up there
1: doing God knows what. It was. I only saw uh, Sean Evans. I saw um, somebody else, and then Doctor Disrespect. I love Sean Evans
0: and the way he carries himself. Same. The De- definition of a good hang. I know yeah, was absolutely. Remotely hung with him, but I remember you said right after we did tomato fights, you're like, "That guy would be an awesome hang."
1: Absolutely. He seems like a guy who doesn't take any of it for granted, which is cool.
0: Yeah, like, he does a lot of, like, food eats first things yes. on his Instagram story,
1: but I legitimately
0: read it as, like, if you and I got to go to one of those dinners, we'd be like, yo, check out this shit, not <laughs> yeah. food eats first, uh, phone, phone
1: first. eats first, yeah.
0: First we feast.
1: Yeah, that's he, right. Sounds big into <laughs> <to> the order <laughs> of uh, eating. Um, th- the, yeah, we also had the discussion that, like, that Sean Evans entourage or, like, gang That he hangs out with is so wild and so all over the place, but I want to be a part of it so bad.
0: Yeah. Do you think, I mean, I bet he'd, it's a good question. I I
1: mean, if we were in proximity, I think that he'd hang, but I don't know if he'd like invite us to like the whole gang. Maybe he'd he'd take us to like, yo, let's get drinks. And then like, he's going to meet up with them afterwards. Uh, and then like, if he, if we pass the vibe check, then we get extended the invite or something. But I want to infiltrate that gang really bad. I haven't,
0: man, that just, I haven't been in a situation like that in so long. Maybe yeah. just because, like, we don't meet new people anymore. No. But remember when shit like that would happen? You'd be you, able to, like, so- someone who, like, you think is too cool for you or whatever gives you an inch. Yeah. And you're like, all right, let me pass that test. <laughs> yeah. And then
1: next thing you know, gonna be hanging out with cool people. Uh, Part of that gang and a guy that I'm, like, now. That's semi semi obsessed is maybe a little bit too strong, but I'm very intrigued by Dylan O'Brien. I don't know much about Dylan O'Brien, and if we're getting into Gyllenhaal week, we can talk about the fact that he starred in the all too well ten minute movie or whatever. Uh, mm. I don't know too much about Dylan O'Brien. I think that he was like a child actor that like a lot of people became obsessed with and have like since followed him. I just know that uh, he is now. Uh, he was on the latest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, in which he played like a caricature of himself. And he mm-hmm. hangs out with Sean Evans and that crew. And he has a funny Twitter. And so all of those things have piqued my interest. And now I want to be friends with with uh, Dylan O'Brien, or at least find out what he's really about.
0: All right. Well, Dylan McDermott, born Anthony, uh, Mark Anthony McDermott, is an American actor He's known for his role as lawyer and law firm head Bobby Donnell on the legal drama series The Practice, which earned him a Golden Globe Award for best performance by an actor in a television series, drama, and a nomination for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series. McDermott is also known for his roles in four seasons. First, second, Yeah, but I wasn't Ten talking Nine.
1: about him. I was talking about Dermot Mulroney.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. Hold on. Uh, Dylan Rhodes O'Brien is an American actor His first major role was Stiles Stilinski Whoa, Hmm. that's a cool name On the MTV supernatural drama Teen Wolf Ah 2011-2017, rest in peace Where he was a series regular during all Six seasons, he achieved further prominence For his lead role of Thomas In the Maze Runner science fiction film trilogy Uh His picture's okay, he's 30 years old He's from New York City
1: When's his birthday? am i older or younger
0: you are older by a couple of months
1: ah shit why i don't know i just like you're to... wrapping
0: up 30 that sucks Yeah, dope
1: yeah well it hasn't been dope for me but <laughs> it has yeah. famously been a very bad year but uh i'm I, I i'm i'm uh uh i think that i'm in like a an okay position to enjoy 31
0: yeah i mean my goal for you is i want you to have a good 32 i had the worst 32 not as bad as your 30 but i had just like a
1: deadspin title dj bean had the worst fucking 32 birthday ever
0: nobody he loved died no that's not even true people i loved fucking died yeah 32 was awful but not again not as
1: bad as your 30 yeah no probably not (laughs) You're the,
0: up to date. It's as been a far famously
1: like, bad thirty.
0: As far as like bad years go, you are way more up to date than than me. Yes, I don't. <laughs> hopefully, I don't know why I said that. hopefully why we're that with like grins, yeah. like you, you had a terrible year. That's it's that's horrible. Uh, but your your thirty one is going to be better than your thirty.
1: Well, I fucking hope so. Jesus.
0: <laughs> oh man, man, my podcast brain is just uh, going on all over the place right now my therapist the other day said that i could attribute some of my like fogginess she was like well like covid gives you brain fog and i was like yeah i was like i don't think i've had covid for the last
1: like four months though just like constant brain fog well i mean now you can now you can go ahead and reset that counter possibly
0: um but you mentioned texas and i don't know if you remember you probably do you were there the first texas game that we went to We uh, really just went in. I don't think we Googled what to do. I don't think we asked around. There are folks we could ask. We really said, like, let's just parachute in. Yeah. Drop ourselves. Just, like, get in the area and see where the smell of light beer and barbecue takes us. And we ended up drinking some light beers. We ended up hitting it off with, like, a stranger who was a really nice guy. And we went. We saw the game. It was a great time. It was a good vibe. And... Things that make a good vibe mean a lot to me. So the vibe of a football game, the vibe of drinking some beers, or maybe even a hard seltzer. Vizzy hard seltzer made with antioxidant and vitamin C, big vibe. As the first hard seltzer with antioxidant and vitamin C and bold and delicious dual fruit flavors, Vizzy hard seltzer passes the vibe check. Hell yeah, brother. Vizzy, this copy, by the way, is... uh suggesting I use the word vibe.
1: Okay.
0: I don't know if you've caught on. I'm big on vibes. You're going to be hearing the word vibe and antioxidant quite a bit the next minute or so. Uh, Busy just launched the first nationwide Mimosa hard seltzer. Come on. Busy's taken the classic OJ and champagne duo to a new level by creating a hard seltzer inspired by the classic cocktail. Busy Mimosa hard seltzer is made with real OJ and it's going to come in four delicious flavors. Strawberry orange. Pineapple orange, peach orange, and pomegranate orange.
1: Orange you glad I didn't say.
0: Cherry? Well, I'm about to because it's made from <laughs> superfruit acerola cherry. What's my favorite flavor? I haven't had any of those yet because uh, they just launched. But my guess is oh, pineapple orange is such a good combo. I know that's very basic. Anything
1: with pineapple know. rules.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, big uh, tequila
1: pineapple guy uh, now.
0: Whoa, that's new.
1: No, it's not. We I did. I was crushing those in California when we went out to L.A. Really? Yeah.
0: I famously don't do tequila, and I keep track of people around me who do tequila, so I know to. Uh,
1: I think that I think that it did elicit like a whoa when I when I ordered my first.
0: Oh okay, yeah. Which is like a weird thing, like.
1: Yeah, like it's I, it's it's sort I of like so light shaming. That. It's like sorry that I can do tequila and you cannot. Whoa. Busy also has a lemonade hard seltzer as well as a watermelon
0: hard seltzer. Each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors and the same antioxidant vitamin C. Come in delicious. They come in delicious flavor combinations like pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate, papaya passion fruit, watermelon strawberry, blackberry lemon, and raspberry tangerine. You know what my favorite of those is? Uh, blueberry pomegranate.
1: Mine's superfruit areola.
0: That's it. Vizzy Hard Seltzer. The seltzer that passes the vibe check. Vizzy is a vibe. And if you're like me and eager to try Vizzy Hard Seltzer, here's how you can do so. Find where you can purchase Vizzy. Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. To get updates on their latest flavor drops and more, sign up for their emails at busyhardseltzer.com slash subscribe. That's busyhardseltzer slash subscribe. Must be twenty one plus. Uh, Peter, hockey is upon us.
1: The oh yeah! Oh NHL yeah! NHL
0: season has started, and um, <laughs> it's a man
1: like it was quite the off season.
0: Yeah, that's right. They man though those games really do go huh I was trying to I'm trying to squeeze in better call Saul between periods of uh the the Kings and the Oilers but it's just so hard to look away from the Oilers <laughs> and it's just like like
1: you know that like there's always a payoff to an Oilers game. Always. There's always a payoff to tell an you Oilers what it game. Is,
0: typically, <laughs> I know
1: that's why it's so it's so demoralizing that the Oilers suck so bad that they can't get out of like the first round is because they pack the biggest entertainment punch of any team in the NHL. Where it's like if you're watching an Oilers game, you are going to have a good time unless you're an Oilers fan. I mean, personality-wise, these people couldn't be more
0: different, but they basically have like hockey's Kyrie Irving, where like they get themselves into shit, and then one of their guys is j- just like is like, okay, well, we need a goal right now, so I will skate the length of the ice and I will one score v a goal five. Point. Yes, that is my job, and I shall do it. Like I, the reason I love Kyrie so much is because like nobody can just say we need two points, I will get you two points right now, like mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. That's what Connor McDavid is, and yet, like a lot of teams with Kyrie Irving, you're like, "What the fuck else is happening?" And a lot of it, the, the comparison kind of dies there because Kyrie is famously responsible for a lot of why it doesn't work out. And uh, I'm going to go against Edmonton writers and say that Connor McDavid
1: is. I, I would say I would say a net positive for Connor McDavid situation. Overall, <laughs>
0: it's a good thing they have him and Leon Dreisaitl.
1: Is so that Kevin good. Durant? Is is Kevin Durant Leon Drysaitel?
0: Honestly, could be because like at any given time there is an argument to be made for him being the best player in the NHL. Even though like there's usually one or two people ahead of him.
1: I would say Kevin Durant is probably like a better overall player, uh, but it's it's a f- close enough comparison. You know what?
0: They have a big two, and they're always a mess. I actually think that like this, there's legs to this uh, Oilers and Nets comparison. Uh, Mike Smith, though, just pulling a Lakers DeAndre Jordan, really chunking the... Uh, really chunking the... Uh, the, the outlet the, pass. The game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, like, like he chunked the game for his team.
1: DeAndre Jordan didn't necessarily chunk the game. They were down by like 35 points, which is why DeAndre Jordan was in oh, the no. game.
0: Russ had chunked the season. <laughs> so uh, it was fine.
1: But Mike Smith with the ultimate, like fuck it, I'm a rock star, <laughs> move <laughs> in game one of the playoffs. Just has two clear outlet passes, very safe plays, but instead he does the absolute rock star shit play yeah. going right down the middle. And then and the best part about it is that like he made an unbelievable made save. Thing, yeah. yeah, made an unbelievable initial save and then gave up a horrible goal from the point.
0: You should have... uh Tweeted that clip with "fuck it, I'm a rock
1: star," Mike Smith. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Um, yeah, I I don't know how this happens every year, but I forget like just how much the playoffs take a hold of me and just don't let go. It, it's yeah. your, it's legitimately like anybody who is like really really invested in the playoffs, it's legitimately your your life for like at least a month, month and a half.
0: And I don't know. How to really have half speed? This has been—I missed out on it for so long when I was covering, when I was actually like <clears throat> covering hockey for my job. I didn't actually have the experience of like, well, I'm gonna be up all night yeah. watching all the games and everything because it was just like
1: you laser in on one series and you write you're about it. The
0: game that you go to, yeah, and then you—if you're on the road or whatever—you'll go out to watch like the other games and stuff like that. And if if there's a game on in the hotel room but it's so much more taxing i've learned
1: when it's exhausting not,
0: like, actually like when you don't actually have to do it you do so much more
1: yeah it's you're you're so much more invested and like it's way 100%. hard. it's way harder to like turn your brain off like mm-hmm. it, this there was only day one and i i still like found a hard found it a hard time to go to bed after that game last night and i was exhausted yeah but like but i was like How am I supposed to go to bed after I just watch Mike Smith ride a motorcycle off a roof and say, (laughs) fuck it? Like, How am I supposed to just turn that off and just go to bed and wake up early the next day? I don't know. It's so hard.
0: I was big uh, uh, around the horn rerun to try to fall asleep to. I just kept the TV on ESPN as I tried to fall asleep to, like, Sarah Spain and Cl- Kevin Blackstone yelling at each other about upcoming sporting events that had already happened. Yeah, I was right. Quite confused as to why ESPN was showing that. It's a wild I, choice
1: for programming. I, I
0: quite liked it. I was like, "Whoa!" Like this is. It would be way uh, cooler if
1: they just played like a very random around the horn from the archives. Yes,
0: I pushed for that during um
1: during uh
0: the initial like quarantine of COVID. I suggested a million ideas to work that rightfully they were like, "Ah, we probably don't want to do this. But one of them was like, they were showing like classic Celtics games and it was like KG, Paul Pierce, whatever. And I was like, yo, can you show like a truly random ass Celtics game and have me and Gary Tangway call it? Because I promise you, neither of us will know
1: fucking dick about it. (laughs) That would be actually a very good uh, and entertaining idea that probably nobody would enjoy. (laughs) I, it's i don't know like
0: you, you know this uh about me i struggle with like ooh, like this is a really i think this is a really good idea like from my perspective and then i'll never execute it because i'm like well i'm the only fucking person who would yeah. like it so it's not worth doing but uh we do live in an increasingly niche world
1: so as i look back on that i'm like fuck i actually wish that we did do that like that would you be a- watch that I mean, if you could get away with it with like rights and stuff uh, and I we don't know the, if you could if we you have could, the Celtic no 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 Celtic. i'm 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 saying um like it would be a good idea to do that for like a twitch channel where like yeah. once a week you have like a you and somebody else you and like a commentary person just watches the most random old game that you can find, you have no idea who's like who's really involved, what the outcome is, and you're just doing play by play that would be yeah. kind of funny,
0: so that's kind of like. What you're describing is kind of like, uh, remember the the Sklar brothers had a show called Cheap Seats? Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's exactly what they did, but they did something like that where they showed like old footage and dicked
1: around. But those guys, those guys like really, really like maximized their shine. Oh, yeah. I didn't I, I didn't know how to put that lightly or politely. Yeah, no,
0: there was, like, a seven-year period where every time they were on your screen, you were, like, happy for them.
1: Right, but, like, you're didn't like, really understand them. what they did.
0: Good for them. Like, you're not even funny. And you're, uh... <laughs> Whoa, that's great. They played... Um...
1: They were on a Breaking
0: Bad? Uh, entourage.
1: Entourage, okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: did you watch Saul?
1: I haven't yet.
0: This is such a good episode, by the way. We're, like, really just, like, catching up.
1: Yeah. Uh, I haven't yet watched Saul or We Own the City. We didn't get to talk about We Own the City, uh, but first, first episode was great, um, and I'm excited about it. But uh, Saul has also been predictably fantastic to this point. Saul is going in
0: an amazing direction, while Barry is going in a caca direction, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> I'm not as low on Barry as you are, but I, I will acknowledge that I am significantly less invested uh, than I expected to be. I I just really, like, don't care a lot about what's happening in Barry.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was talking about this with a friend. I think that as much as we love Hank, I think a lot of people are starting to realize you don't actually care about Hank. You don't care about his storyline. You don't care about Ball. I think it's like... Well, the thing is... For a second in, in episode one, I was like, oh, like, they they, like they acknowledge that Hank is gay. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't remember if they'd ever done that. So I'm like, well, that's interesting, I guess. And <laughs> like, but like his story just, just, is nothing.
1: Well, yeah, well they've, they've separated all the characters too much and mm-hmm. you know, maybe that was inevitable, but I feel like, you know, now Jean has his story. Um, what's the name? Uh, what's the name of the, the woman,
0: his girlfriend? Yes.
1: Sally? Sally. Sally has like her story, uh, Hank's on his own, his story. Maybe they'll all come back and sort of be intertwined at some point, but now it just feels like Barry is the thread holding all of them together, but they have their own stories, and I'm just like not interested in their individual stories.
0: I totally agree, and it's a shame, but I mean, I'll keep watching, I guess, but I love man, you are going to be, something happens in the most recent episode of Better Call Saul that as it was happening, like, I just got chills because I'm like, I bet everybody watching this right now is realizing, wait a second, this has never happened in Better Call Saul. And it's... that. I'll just leave it there. Something involving some, like, main characters happens that you realize hasn't happened yet in uh, this
1: show. Okay.
0: It's not Jimmy and Kim having sex. I have thought about that sometimes. They have had sex. I know but they they're like their
1: relationship is really not portrayed as like very romantic. No, it's like they're just they Those understand partners? each other. Uh, yeah, they 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 more like understand each other than like when they w- there was a moment where uh in the second episode where when Jimmy and um and Kim both said audacious or something. Uh, They were like, I would say that it's audacious, and like Kim turned around and like gave him the eyes, and I was like, I'm almost uncomfortable by like her giving Jimmy the sex eyes.
0: Right, right, yeah, they're it's 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 strange, but yeah, great episode. Love where love where Saul is going. We uh, we're big watch Better Call Saul people, so.
1: No spoilers. We can't
0: talk about something that happened with uh,
1: one of our favorites, our King. Mm-hmm.
0: Just really a great character, and something a critic said that uh, I was watching an interview with him. We're talking about Nacho, and uh, Michael Mando said an interviewer asked me one time, like, if I realized if I ever considered that, like, I'm like the anti Walter White for like this universe because like I'm breaking good. And I was like, Oh, well, holy shit. He really is. Cause he's like, mm-hmm. he's the person that starts off in this bad world. And he has so much fucking integrity that as it goes on, he gets like more and more and more and more and more, and more pure. What a fucking character. And
1: he's there. like looking out for the people in his life that he cares about, whereas Walter was, like, jeopardizing fact. his family and, like, really kind of, like, mo- mo- uh, selfishly motivated.
0: Yeah, man. His storyline and everything is just so, so fucking good. Um, I want to bring this up on uh, hockey. Uh, I banged out a, a Squid Games meme last night. Called my shot with you, too. Yeah, he Texted did. it to you, said, hey, no RT allowed on this one, buddy. Uh, I'm going to do a squid game meme for hockey, and I bet... This is a high number for me. I said, I bet it gets 10 retweets without breaking a sweat. And when I went to screen grab it after a minute, it was at, like, 22 retweets. and ended up doing, like, lowercase d doing numbers. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's going to be my thing. Not just Squid Game memes, but uh, you can get in on this too. Things that weren't around last time the NHL playoffs were happening. So I'm talking Squid Game memes, which will seem dated, but no, they're new for this. A lot of like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock type of stuff. (laughs) So anything that's been big in the news... Since the last time the NHL playoffs occurred, I think should be fair game because if someone's like someone did respond was like squid game <laughs> memes, you got a real like finger on the pulse. And I was like, actually, I'm the first person to do uh, <laughs> squid game NHL playoffs meme. So,
1: yeah. So if you think of anything, fair game. I mean, you you you're big on the Anna Delvey train or oh,
0: shit, Yes.
1: So there you go. There there's a lot of ammo there. Oh my okay,
0: so Anna Delvey, what could we do there? You never watched that, right?
1: No. I uh, uh I did I did inject some life into the shitty NHL GIFs uh account yes. last night with an with a outrageous tweet.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh
1: but uh that's probably gonna that have direction. that's now become like my safe haven for like I'm not sure if I should tweet this from the personal account. So that,
0: that, that's initially like what the brunch account
1: was. Yeah, right. So uh, uh, this one is hockey specific. That used to be my,
0: like, I can blame stuff on you because you you are always like a raunchier tweeter yes. than me. Not like, in, not like. Just like offended. sophomoric. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if I ever had like a penis joke, which I so rarely do, I was like, that'll go there. Although actually I did. You get had a penis joke this week. One time. What was my penis joke?
1: The guy with the arm, the arm penis.
0: Oh, yeah. And I just gave it <laughs> yeah, a, uh,
1: just a handshake. <laughs>
0: there's a guy who had a penis grow out of his arm
1: did you read that story
0: nobody read that story no i, I can't imagine
1: i can't imagine this dude's dick just fell off how does that happen i already thought of uh i already thought of my
0: first adelvi hockey tweet by the way go on uh when the horn sounds I don't have time for this. I don't have time for yo.
1: (laughs) I haven't watched it, but it sounds great.
0: I'm going to comb through. I'm supposed to go to an Olivia Rodrigo concert tonight, by the way. I don't know if I'm going to go.
1: I mean, that's like literally the hottest ticket in town.
0: It is is a scorching hot ticket. There's a couple reasons why uh, I think it's likely... At this point, I think it's likely that I won't go but man the get let's see what the get in price is right now it's like fifteen hundred dollars last time yesterday you checked. It was like fifteen hundred dollars i bet it's dropped to like 700 i bet like a, a casual 700 um let's see one thing that does make me feel a little better about going is that uh, masks are required oh really and even though i'm like allowed to be out in public and everything masked i don't know i don't want to be like the Fresh off COVID,
1: boy. <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, you you admittedly had COVID for like four days before you were actually diagnosed. So, like, you're probably clear by now.
0: Oh yeah, it's like uh, in all honesty, I pr- I don't even know if I need to be wearing a a mask right now. But uh, let's see. I'm not seeing. Uh, maybe there's no tickets available.
1: It's just hardcore sold out. That seems unlikely.
0: Like f- fully soldies. Uh, let's see road runner olivia rodrigo uh road runner well did, did anything happen at, no i was gonna say did anything happen at an award show that we could get into hockey memes but yes will smith like a, every time somebody makes a save i'm gonna be like ooh.
1: you can do the will smith one you can do uh nicole kidman reacting to the slap that's become a big one
0: I don't know if I've seen
1: Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, where she's, like, with her, like, super alien hands, like, all flared out, and she has, like, a wildly, uh, like, crazy surprise reaction. What
0: else happened? What else happened? People on the Patreon, suggest pop culture moments that uh, happened in uh, this, this year. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Uh, Let's see. I just searched for... Uh, pop culture moments.
1: Yeah, just hey, tell us it, stuff it, that happened.
0: Yeah, come on. Wh- I'm, I'm telling you what. I'm not seeing anything here. Yeah, nothing, Fryer, nothing happened. It says air fryers. What? Air fryers?
1: <laughs> is there just like going to be a two-year gap in history, and people are going to be like, what happened in these two years? And the answer is just air fryers. <laughs>
0: Wait, what? Could you give me some Euphoria gifts?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I could do that. I could supply you with like a nice folder of Euphoria stuff. Um let's see. There is oh, there wait, there's uh, I think you should watch Euphoria. I, I think it would make you very uncomfortable, but you could get some content out of it.
0: Hmm. It does say on this list of pop culture things. It said uh that inventing Anna was a thing. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. What about, uh, I'll make a Pete Davidson joke.
1: Yeah, there you go. I'll be like, damn,
0: this thing, uh, this, uh..."
1: so Pete Davidson's in the news. (laughs) (laughs) Let's workshop it.
0: (laughs) Pete Davidson's in the news, I see. (laughs) I'm going to tweet that right now, see how that does.
1: (laughs) I'm sure it's going to pop off. Pete
0: Davidson's. In the news.
1: I see. How about that ride in? Guess that's why they call it Pete Davidson.
0: Uh, you know, actually, you, you want to give me a little push on that one? No. <laughs>
1: why?
0: No. I, I'm definitely going to start saying that, though. Can you give me a push? Like it's a fucking
1: swing you are just gonna get some momentum here.
0: Give me. A little, I'm going to, after a few minutes, I'm gonna to respond to it and say, uh,
1: say, "Nobody at Pete want to give me a little. Want to give me a little push on this one? All right. Friday episode is gonna be about how this tweet does. See you then."